Wyatt adjusted his face mask as the black wall of smoke surrounded him. The sounds of his breathing, forced through the regulator he clamped between his teeth, were barely audible beneath the loud roar from the fire. Glowing flames rose in a hot, angry blaze and cast eerie shadows that danced on the ceiling and along the top of a long sofa. His protective gear helped shield him from the heat and smoke, but once inside an inferno, it was impossible to see. Yet, with the aid of his TIC, Wyatt could use the thermal imaging device to make out vague shapes in the living room. No sign of the woman here. Her husband waited in the front yard of their blazing home, hysterical and half-dead from smoke inhalation himself. If his wife was closed up in one of the rooms, a bedroom or better yet a bathroom, there was a chance she'd come out alive. The loud crash behind him had Wyatt dodging as a chunk of ceiling fell in a flaming mass. A new wave of heat shimmered in the eerie blue light of the camera lens. He felt his helmet jolt, and then the skim of a hot pain over his back as a second piece fell. Fuck! Got me. Wyatt grabbed Handelman and gestured toward the dark hall, relieved the flames hadn't spread here yet. Cheech Handelman hadn't wanted his boss to go in after the woman. It planted himself in front of Wyatt in a wide stance as he adjusted his helmet. It's too damn late for her, Chief. You know it is. But Wyatt and Hanneman went in anyway. If there was a chance, and even if there wasn't, he'd go in. Just like if there was any chance of dragging a member of his platoon out of the remnants of an explosion in Iraq, he'd take it. He'd want someone to do the same for any member of his family. Love you, Kath. Love you, Abby. Love you, David. <sighs> Take care of them for me if I don't make it out. Only moments ago he'd sent up his silent prayer as he stepped onto the porch of the burning house. Handelman behind him. Now he stared down the hall, moving as quickly as possible in the dark. The smoke was thick and his breath rasped in his ears. But it was half a degree cooler over here at least. Sweat trickled down his spine and cheeks. A noise dulled shout from behind him had him spinning in time to see a chunk of flaming wall collapse. Hanneman ducked out of the way, but now there was burning drywall and wood flaring between them. Flames skipped in a riotous orange fence. Wyatt pressed the button on the mic, clipped to his collar, and said, H, I'm going on. He took two more steps and the floor gave out. Christ! Pain shot up his leg and he knew he'd scraped the shit out of it. Probably burned it, too. He was up to his hips. One foot dangling into the basement below, the other miraculously stopped against a ceiling beam. Now the flames were coming along the hallway fast, and he had to pull himself out. But it was like dragging yourself out of a broken patch of ice. The floor kept shattering every time he put any pressure on it. This could be it. No, not yet. Not yet by a long shot. Wyatt forced himself to ignore the throb in his leg and the same ache in his back and focus. He needed leverage. There, the underside of a closed bedroom door. His fingers curling up beneath the bottom of the door, he gripped the wood and, leveraging with his one stable foot, pushed up and pulled with his hands. With one hard, sharp movement, he'd launched himself out of the hole and tumbled onto the ground. Christ! He staggered to his feet, a flash of panic whipping through him. The hall was choked with flames behind him and in front loomed darkness. But not for long. 
He still had his TIC strapped around him and he lifted it as he felt for the knob of the door that had just saved his life. The brass knob was warm, even through his gloves. And Wyatt knew he had less than a couple minutes to get the hell out, woman or no woman. Or his wife would be a widow and his children would grow up without a father. But not this day. No, not this damn day. He twisted the knob and stumbled through the door as yet another chunk of something crashed to the floor. The bedroom was filled with smoke, and he looked through the viewer of the imaging device, searching for the shape of a human body. Then he saw it. The lump on the floor by the window. A window, with fresh air on the other side, and a streetlight streaming through, flashing red and blue lights from the trucks strobed in the darkness. Hot damn.